The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I am one of the hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is... F.U. Hunter. What's up, bitches? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> I like how we did that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, some good news. I, I was in a local store uh, with a kid. He likes going there, too, into oddballs. And collect, odd, odd yeah. Collectibles. And I found a OG trilogy box set VHS of the Holy Trilogy. Oh shit! Twenty five bucks. No shit. In like, like the fucking slip covers were like, wasn't a crinkle. Oh wow! Because they had the outer shell protective cover. Yeah. That one had had some crinkles in it. I don't give fuck that. You take you open it up. I looked. I, you know I looked. Op- took out each VHS. Opened up the cover. Looked at the tape. You know was looking at the fucking actual tape inside the inside the housing. I mean the stickers on the housing. Everything. It's like twenty five bucks. I'm like for this good quality. Like I mean because believe it or not. VHS is on an upswing. There's VHS collectors. I, I follow this dude on Instagram who's got like OG like releases of VHS. Mm-hmm. Sixty fucking dollars for a fucking VHS tape. That's but collectors yeah, are that's paying a, that shit. Yeah, because now that's starting to become like vintage as shit. So. It is. It's forty years old. Nineteen eighty. Like yeah. Fuck. The first VCR was like nineteen seventy six. I think. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just to throw out real quick another local uh, place that uh, we're just kind of get everybody heads up on uh, Third Eye Comics. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We go to a bunch of cons, and there is this vendor that we always fucking love, uh, Pizza Party, mm-hmm. right? Um, Third Eye Comics, they've got a couple locations. One is at Shore Pump. They've got fucking Pizza Party shirts. They're starting to get uh, Trick or Treat Studio stuff in. So, yeah, they're starting hey, man, to get some horror stuff. That kind of stuff independent uh, artists are just looking for avenues right yep. now. Yeah. They haven't been able to go to cons. Yeah. Like, we know the Pizza Party dudes. We ever go to a con, we end up hanging out with them and drinking a beer with them. Like, those guys are at exactly. every con we go to. So, I was pretty stoked you when know? I went yeah. in there, and I saw, like, they have, I think, probably, I think about 12 of their designs up on the wall. And I was like, fuck yeah. And a couple of them, um, when I got into the cons, they didn't have my size. So I was able to pick up some of the shirts that I wasn't able to pick up before. So. Yeah, but they are always—they're all cool dudes. They're chill as fuck. Uh, cool designs, Re- and I say cool as in like different takes on. Like it's definitely like when you see their shit, it's their shit. Yeah, you know, like like no one else looks like Pizza Party printing stuff. Yeah, so that's really rad. Sometimes you, if you follow a lot of uh, independent clothing companies, shirt companies, you know, horror, sci-fi, fantasy, whatever nerd it is, uh, some some of them kind of blend together sometimes, where they just do like you know the one or two color scheme, and that's it. You know, Pizza Party is very colorful. <laughs> very, I, I, very colorful. I, I, I utilized one of the Pizza Party shirts the day that the uh, election was decided. Mm-hmm. And it's just from Road Warrior. And it says, just walk away. Mm-hmm. And I just, I had to wear that shirt all day because just kind of, you know, messaging to somebody to just walk away at this point. So mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we're not that we're just uh, just a little shooting shit around town kind of stuff, you know. But this is not what we're talking about tonight, because tonight on the chopping block, we've got 2019's The Mortuary Collection available on Shutter. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right, how do we get sponsored with Shutter? Goddamn! I, mean, I got a message. I was like, "Come on, guys, yeah, look, brother up. We bring. Uh, I think just give I us ha- a free just I give us a free membership. A decent amount of our on the chopping block is 
stuff they have on there. I want to say it's about 75% probably. Yeah, yeah. With the other being Prime. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're already covered by Amazon as the other podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But no, we need, we need, hey, come on, Shutter. You guys have been keeping us alive. So it's a win-win. It's a given, it's a win-win. But yeah, I remember this came out, dropped probably, what, like two months ago on Shutter? I feel like it was November, early, like yeah. late November. I remember, I was December. curious about it, and I heard a couple people rumbling about it. Uh, our boy uh, Groots from Beautiful Disasters actually watched it, messaged, uh, messaged me, and was like, it's good. You need to check it out. So Yeah, and I remember seeing it, and, you know, scrolling through Shutter, and then I, then like, Randomly, I remember you messaging, or we either it was in person or you messaged me because you were talking about some movies, and you said check it out, and I'm like, oh yeah, I, I reckon I recognize that name because I've seen the, you know, I've seen the the, it, I guess it's the movie art is what you look what you click on, yeah. <laughs> you know when you're streaming, it's like what do you, what do you call that? Like oh, the it, movie tile. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. It's like, but it's, that, it's an effective way, man. I mean, honestly, yeah. like yeah, it's cute. It's like it's a really cool design on the poster too because it's like so the main star in this is Clancy Brown. Yeah. And, but it's like him as this large figure kind of over the mortuary and the main chick, Sam. So yep. it's really cool to, it's, it's a really cool um, uh, poster for the film. Another thing, um, if you follow Shudder on Facebook, um, they'll usually kind of let you know when they, they're about to release, you know, a new release. Mm-hmm. And they'll usually put the trailer on there. That was the other way that I kind of knew about it is mm-hmm. before it came out, they had the trailer and just look at the trailer. It was like, all right, this might be up my alley. So... Okay, so yeah, uh, Clancy Brown's pretty much the only actor really of note in this film that I could think of, but it was written and directed by Ryan Spindell, or Spindle, however you want to pronounce his last name, I don't know, uh, but the only other thing he really did was he did um, a Bundle of Nerves, which was a short, and then he did a couple other shorts, you know, on that, you know, this is a Quibi thing they've got, where it's a bunch of just seven, eight minute long things, yeah. he did like the... Uh, Fifty States of Fright. He did a couple shorts on that. He did do a short that came out in 2015, but we'll get to that later because it actually is going to tie into this movie. Yes, it is. So this movie <laughs> is an anthology series consisting of four segments, and as any good anthology series does, it has an overarching segment. If you're an anthology film, you don't have a, at least a, an overarching story in between the segments, you're fucked up. Yeah. That's like par for the course, right? But it's got to be good because it actually ties into... One of the segments, too, which is fucking awesome. Yes. So, Clancy Brown, the makeup on him is, like, he's, like, a mix between, like, the tall man and, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it, he looks like he's, like, in the process of decaying, but not, you know, like, yeah. he looks really tired. <laughs> <laughs> but he still has a sense of humor. He seems to laugh a lot, you know. It's, like, maybe a mix between Lurch and the tall man, I would say, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, he has a very dark sense of humor, because he's... A mortician uh, runs a mortuary, and apparently doesn't get a lot of sunlight, which we find out why later on. And uh, he's got a this young girl Sam shows up to the door and looking for a job because there's a help, you know, help wanted, wanted sign on the sign, mm-hmm. which is weird because it's like the the screw like the hooks at the bottom. You just throw it on, which means like, goddamn, how often are you hiring motherfuckers? <laughs> like, put it on the bottom of the sign again. Yeah, you put it up. And he starts going over the job, you know, having a kind of like an interview set up and uh, notices he's got a bunch of books, you know, in his office. And they start talking about stories and, you know, it comes out that, you know, well, she, I like stories. And he's like, well, let me tell you a story. And yep. so there you go. He's basically telling stories about how people have died. Yeah. That have come through the mortuary, you know, that he's performed services on. Now, the first segment, it's eh, it's, it's a teaser. It's a little taste. It's, it, that's the thing I was going to say is that it's it's. 
not a lot of story building, just very, just a fall, quick segment mm-hmm. almost. But I will be honest, I mean, I, I thought it looked pretty good at the beginning, but man, the cinematography, the way this, this every segment is shot, it's mm. amazing. Oh, it looks, they, it looks gorgeous. It looks so goddamn good. Like, yep, I agree. And, that, and I was going to say, because the first tale, all it takes place in is pretty much in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. But there's like a wide shot of it. It, it just opens up the bathroom. It looks so well done. And it's pretty much this chick who uh, is pretty much robbing motherfuckers. And mm-hmm. uh, she is curious about the vanity mirror mm-hmm. or the mirror. The mirror well, it opens. Uh, yeah, it opens. And then it closes real quick. And then she tries to open it again. And she couldn't. And when she did, some tentacles come out, and then it closes again real quick. And she's like, oh, shit. She starts to slowly walk away and makes it to the door. Almost makes it. Drops something. Yep. No, she was right. She was like right. All right. She was like five steps before the door. And then she drops something. And then out come the tentacles and grab her. That was a really cool shot of a bird's eye view of her being bent in half going through the fucking van. Yeah. That was pretty fucking rad. There's some amazing shots in this. Yeah. Um, but again, so, that was like maybe what ten minutes. Yeah, it was like a ten minute short. It was it, 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 it but it was like a wet your whistle because even the Sam, uh, the the girls being interviewed, was like oh, that was that sucked. Yeah, like, she, yeah she calls like, out. She's, she's like, okay, shit. that was simplistic storytelling one hundred and one. Yeah, <laughs> which she, is kind of her speaking of the audience. Like, wow, I thought we were going to get more than like a five minute segment. So, oh well, see, there you go. It's like, hold on, hold my beer real quick. We got something oh, else. We got some man. We get to see some dick explosion in this one. God damn it. <laughs> So it's set in like the fifties at a college, and there's this frat dickhead who's supposed who's actually promoting safe sex, handing out condoms and stuff, but he's actually a giant asshole. Yeah, he's he's a fucking tool. Yeah, and he <laughs> ends up uh, it's his thing, sleeping with girls, and you know they ask you wearing protection. Yeah, you know, and he says sure, and then he does for a little while, and he, then he just takes because he runs into this like kind of bookish like kind of nerdy girl. girl but like gets his attention because she talks like yeah not like a bookish yeah you know, like she doesn't talk timid but she looks timid yeah and it was like oh okay shit and then like but, but she, there's a reason why she's asking are you wearing protection because this story gives you like a reverse trope yeah which is amazing yeah, yeah. like I, and I'll, i watched this with uh charlotte and she was so happy of the twist in it of how like yeah yeah like yeah where he's just like yeah i gotta get a condom on and you seem literally go fuck this i'm not wearing a condom Oh man, and it's it the gross out builds up. Yeah, remember he's already he's getting morning sickness. Mm-hmm. Something's going on, and they pretty much his frat brothers lift him up. Oh yeah, because they oh, they, they, they celebrate how many uh, women you slept with because and, fraternities, and he broke the record, and so they pick him up on this chair and oh. they're on their robes, and his basically his water breaks. Is that what that was? No, he shits on him. It, that I'm, was shit? I'm pretty sure. It looked pretty... It didn't look brown. I don't know. I don't it remember. Was, was it pretty, shit? Because that's pretty bad. It, it was It was a bodily fluid that went over all of his frat yeah. brothers. Oh, <laughs> funny note, though. Uh, those, all those penance of all the past people that have done... That, you know, have... I guess everyone that has broken the previous record get right. their own penance hung up because... Ew. <laughs> they, uh, they were all names of the cast and the crew. Oh really? Yeah, oh, shit. It's a pretty little cool little little tidbit, but yeah. So he's going to the doctor, and the doctor literally gives comes back and says he's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and it, but it's it's not a. It, so the funny thing is, it's not really a human that's growing inside of him, because you start seeing like weird pokes come out of his stomach and all this yeah. shit. Yeah. And he just starts getting like, I mean, it happens so fast. I and mean, next thing you know, he's like nine months pregnant, and he's like rolls to the house of the girl 
he slept with, because he's obviously not getting any response from him, because, oh, he erased the number because he's a dickhead. She left her number. Yep. And he's yep. like, nope. Yeah, yeah I don't need this anymore. anymore. And, oh, I bet you, and he, remember he does this scene where he tries to call all the different variations of a number he thought it was. Oh, it was hilarious. But he finally finds her, goes to her house. And the parents are like, damn it, whatever the girl's name is, again? And But she's like, she's like, he told me he wore a condom. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, yeah, I she's mean, pretty much like, so they, you fucked up, dude. They put him oh, in stirrups, and he's, and he's like, well, well, where's it going to come out of? And the, the mom's like, well, the same place it, came, it went in, darling. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, and then you get this final scene of him giving birth where he's, like, screaming in labor, and there's this final scene of this penis, of, of a it dick. It a penis. And then it just, normal oh. size, and then it just, Explosion. And, of course, you're going to bleed to death. Well, it... <laughs> It's weird because, yeah, his penis exploded and then they cuts back to him and his, like, stomach down, it's just open. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. and he's so, he's fucking dead. I mean, like, yeah, that's yeah. just trauma to a level. Well, yeah. <laughs> then you find out when they take this demon baby yeah. to the to a room, it was a nursery, you see one crib, but then you start hearing some crying and it pans out to when the the, the mom leaves the room. Well, she's, and she's really scared. She puts down, she's trying to be quiet as fuck. And there's a rubber duck that she steps on. Mm -hmm. And then you hear crying and it pans out and it's a fuck ton of cribs and kids crying. And like, and you really don't know it's a demon baby until that scene because one of the cribs, a hand grabs the rail. You're like, oh, yeah, that's reptilian. Like, yeah. I do love too is that as he's going through his labor pains, she is literally on the phone. She's like, "Yeah, I'm done with you, man." Getting a date, and yeah. she's already set up another date. She's getting she's a like, date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can meet you around eight o'clock tonight. And he's like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, whatever, dude. You, you lied to me, so you're We're, a piece of shit." The whole thing was a tro- was a reverse trope. Yeah, well, not even a trope, but like a thing that happens, especially in college. Prob- more than likely at that time period, especially uh, to women, like men just. You, you know, disposing of them, and then, but, like, how many women probably have gotten, you know, pregnant? To, even to this day, I, won't, yeah. I don't want to say it's an old trope, well, but he, even to this day. Literally, you know? he was already, like, again, raced her number off there. Yeah. So he was already doing what she later on did to him, like, oh, dude, you're yesterday's news. Exactly, man. exactly. So, that was a yeah, really cool, that was clever. Yeah. But, he, but Sam was still not satiated. She thought, eh, you know, she wasn't a big fan of that either. Yep. So... Meanwhile, they're starting to move through the mortuary. Yeah, he pulls out. Was it? He pulls out a ring, a wedding band. A wedding band. Yeah. It says "Till death, death do us part, part," which is, and she's like, oh, "That's pretty generic." And then, like, hold on, in the Clancy Brown voice, I don't think I, can, I don't think I can do that. Um, <laughs> you you do a better job than I can, man. So, <laughs> um, so this one is actually probably the darkest of the stories. Because it is really fucking dark. This dude's dealing with a cat. His wife's catatonic. Yeah, they, they they cut to wedding day. They're all happy. He's getting married, and then I I don't know how much they don't time really passes. Say how it yeah, happened? but it's then just, present goes. day, I guess whatever amount of time passes, and she's catatonic, and he's having to pretty much take care of her, and he still loves her, but it's getting wearing on him more and more. Well, that's why that is so. It's to death to his part was ironic because like he loved her. And he, that's when you make that commitment when you get married, right? Yeah. But, like, she's basically dead. Yeah. But she's not. She's not. So you yeah. can't. And the doctor can't, literally like, goes, he's like, he's like, well, everything's looking good. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I mean, she's, she's still improving. in her state. 
See, well, he, no, he didn't say she's approving. She just hasn't got. It isn't getting any worse. She's Her condition is yeah. stable, the, but it's not deep. Like she's not getting any worse. So good luck. You're gonna be in this yeah. for the long haul. Because yeah, he's like, how is she stable? She has like he's just. And you can tell. He's, you can tell. You can see the frustration. I mean. They go through spending, a montage. Yeah, because he's feeding her. She spits out her food. Like, he's just like... He, has to, he makes these beautiful meals. Like, they do a montage of yep. him, his daily routine, and he makes, like, it was like, you know, steak and potatoes and, like, a vegetable or, like, sushis. roasted sushis. Yeah. He has to put her this shit in a blender. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, if she wasn't catatonic... This would get you so many brownie points. Yeah. As a husband. Well, I think, too, but, that was his whole thing, is that we're going to have amazing dinners for the rest of our lives, and then she went that way, and he's like... All right, well, this was what we would have thrown to the blender. And like, the, oh, God. Oh. You know, a feeding tube would have been better at that point, honestly. Yeah. It really would have been. Trying to feed her, like, I don't know why he wouldn't have went feeding tube. Because you're gonna, you're blending it up anyway. Why spoon food her like a fucking baby? But the doctor kind of picks up. He's What you so put down, yeah. He's miserable. Frustrated. And so the doctor's like, yeah. So, yeah, the medicine you give her, be careful you don't accidentally give her more than that because... She might kill pass, yeah. could, could kill her, and it's untraceable. So, and of course, our main dude's like, well, no, he's like, I'm just letting you know if you were to accidentally <laughs> give her more of this. He's like, dude, I, as a doctor, I'm not going to say, you want to fucking kill your wife, here's how you do it. Yeah. I'm just telling you, be careful, because if you gave her like four of these pills, she would fucking die, and nobody would know why she died. Exactly. And so that <laughs> night... He, but it, it's a really, it's a really, actually, again, another scene that's shot well for different reasons because it's a very painful scene. The husband knows what he's doing, but he asks her, he's like, give me a sign. Like, he yells at her. Like, yeah. I mean, this is the most animation you've seen from him because he's basically, like, kind of been dying with her. And he just, like, was screaming at her, show me something now. Like, nothing. nothing. Yeah. Scr- Crunched it and, up. And, and so, well, he, and it also kind of acknowledges then this is our last Dinner, dinner together. Yeah. So he presents her. He has all these uh, sculptures well, he, well, of. Uh, he, she collects rap. I guess she liked rabbits. Yeah. And so he got her a new one. Yeah. Like, like, cause he was, he would get her gifts and put it on the table, showed it to her, nothing from her. Right. Yeah. She's still no reaction. He starts to go crush, crush the pills up. Which is funny cause food. he's doing it like right in front of her. And I know she's catatonic, but he's just like pill one, pill two. I was thinking, God like, damn. yeah, like, like he's not was... like in the other room doing this shit. He's like, this is how you die, bitch. Yeah. So, and of course, he starts fuck, feeding her. Fucking feeds her. And then her first movement, man, she fucking starts reacting, grabs his fucking arm. And I guess that's when he's like, oh, fuck, I am attempting to kill my wife. Has this moment of regret. And it's like, fuck. Goes around and... Well, he, she just showed him something. That's what he wanted. That's yeah, all he that wanted is, was... Yeah. There's some sort of life in there. There's the woman that he fell in yeah, love with and so married is there. he's like, fuck, I need to fix this. So he's giving her the Heimlich and trying to pump all the food out of her, making her throw up, which is great. She, she does. She gets it all out. But she's still catatonic. Puts her back down <laughs> in the chair, walks away, goes, all right, I saved her life, and head down on the table. The problem is... Somebody forgot to move a uh, fancy, very sharp, very sharp uh, <laughs> hair display that goes right into her fucking head. Yeah, so this is giant. It's either a squirrel or a rabbit. I feel like it's a rabbit. It was a rabbit. That's what you come on to like a winter hair or something. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> and when he picks her up, there's this giant sculpture 
It's this giant statue head cut like in the half of her forehead. Yeah, like the bottom half of a rabbit. And it's all in there. It's like, it's but all in there. But then he freaks there. out, and then he lets it go, and her head goes down. It goes even farther. That's right. It, yeah. it, it was only in about halfway, and then when that happened, it goes like all the way. <laughs> yeah. So he calls the doctor, and he's like, like yeah, uh, she's fucking dead. And he's like, get her the fuck out of like, your get house. Get rid of the body and yeah. never call me again. Yeah, no, he says, I think he says, take her to the beach, dump her to the ocean, drop her body. Hopefully the sharks will finish the job for you. Like, pretty much, just get her the fuck out of there, mm-hmm. you know? So he, he then proceeds to pull out a trunk and cut his wife's body up. And there are some, re- there's like, I love when they do this in movies. It's not the first time where there's a couple of really creepy scenes where, like, the body looks like it's moving on its own kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like, he's cutting her up and trying to stuff her in there, like, it it'll roll. Moves, yeah. And the moves. head will, like, tilt. And it's just, like, it's just, I love the way they do that shit. Well, you remember, like, before he gets her all the way in, he, she fucking wakes up again. That's where he had to kill her. Yeah, he had yeah, to, like, because, actually finish her off. Yeah, yeah, finish her off. And, like, he rips out the thing that's in her head. And, and then, blah, she, blah, then blah. she, yeah. Yeah, starts gushing blood Gushing everywhere. blood everywhere. I forgot about that. Yeah. Then he puts her in the wedding chest, which is perfect. Oh, like, God, yeah. yeah. And so gets her hacked up, gets in the wedding chest, gets to the elevator, uh, s- starts going down the elevator. Well, apparently... It's an old, old fucking elevator. The whole building is shit. Yeah. Apparently, he, he kind of starts... You don't really realize this till the end, but he starts to technically hallucinate. But at this time, you're watching it, and the trunk's leaking. Blood. Oh, God. Not a yeah. little bit of blood. No, it's... The whole floor, it was, it's starting to puddle up. He's and slipping this in. this dumbass thinks I will take my shirt off and wipe. All he's doing is smearing the blood more. Like, yeah. it's so much blood. Yeah. I don't know where he thought, like, this shirt will soak up all of that blood. No. No, man. Yeah. And then, and like, basically, you just, it just, the slow descent into basically madness with his, his brain trying to cope with what he just did, yep. you know, essentially. And... The elevator stops and gets stuck. And one of the neighbors kind of looks at, you know, it's, it actually got stuck at a floor, but yeah. it wouldn't open. It wouldn't go anywhere. So uh, a neighbor. Friendly, the old, old, older black lady. Yeah, the older black lady was kind of like worried about him. Meanwhile, he's just slowly going insane in the elevator. And she's like, oh, man, you're stuck in there. I better call the cops. He's like, no, 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 I got yeah, it. And she's like, she the I'm calling the cops. Yeah. And that just, and then the door shut, which I'm guessing is his level of consciousness. Just. He's going more insane, and that kind of signified by those. As after she says the second time, the elevator elevator doors shut, and then that's when you get to even more craziness. Yeah, where all of a sudden the elevator starts to work again, and it just keeps going down. Yep. And but he's replaying all the good days he had with her, right? And like, because he's looking out the window of the elevator, and he's just seeing all these flashbacks of like, mm-hmm. you know, their wedding day and their dates and all this stuff. Meanwhile. He turns around and he sees the trunk start to open, and he's just like go. He's like starting to like just scream no, 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 and like you see blood starting to like rise up That's out of it. Amazing shot, by oh, the way, uh, dude. The whole, this like whole going scene, so, yeah. it's going so the elevator is going down so fast that the blood's just kind of rising and it's just kind of floating around, and then she comes out of the chest and she's floating. It's, it's an amazing shot. It I, looked awesome, it's, yeah, but it was like so creepy and. And scary because when she comes out of the chest, she's now a ghoul almost. Yeah. This distorted fucking face. This she looked skeletal like, uh, emaciated. Like kind of like uh, scary stories. The tell in the dark. Like that one. The um. The the toe one. The toe one. Yeah. yeah. Very a little similar. bit of variation. Yeah. Of that, so. And but she's 
you think so you think the body's just floating but it's actually getting closer and then she grabs it around him and starts pulling him in and it, to a kiss and it's like was that well remember she grabbed the ring and put it back on his finger that's too. right yeah she puts the ring back on that's literally right. you think she's just floating but then she grabs the ring out of midair mm-hmm. and then moves over and literally he's like frozen in fright and just puts it back on his finger and then she starts to go kiss him so. oh yeah and then there that ends yeah and sam was kind of intrigued by that one uh because we're going back to the overarching story at this point they're actually they, you know when he was telling her that in story because the wife was on the table that's where it came from yep. the wife was on the table because he had cut like you could see where the feet were all cut off or something because like, the way he had to cut the body up. Yeah. Um, so they were down in the actual embalming room because that was a fresher body. Um, now they make their way to the crematorium. And this yeah. is where you get to where you really feel what Sam's there for. Well, and it, it was brought up. Like, when she first was there, the the funeral that was happening when she was waiting to talk to him about with her interview was a child. It was in, you know, there was a little bit of conversation about, you know, a child's funeral is very hard on everybody and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then didn't really come up. But no, he said like, I don't, you don't, I don't want to tell that story. Yeah. Because she wanted to hear that story. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, Clancy's like, I don't want to tell that story. So then it gets back to when they're down in the um, crematorium. At the furnace. Yeah, the furnace. Yeah. And she pretty much kind of, you know, Mm-hmm. It's well, like, well, let me tell you. This, I'm not really here for the job. Yeah. Well, this is where, and then it goes into the storytelling, uh, the last story. So mm-hmm. this isn't revealed after that, that right? Never. Yeah. 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 So then we get our final story. No, 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 no. It was revealed because she tells a story. So she said, I'm here for a souvenir. Right. Well, she says that she is responsible. Let me tell you a story. Yeah. yeah. She's, res- she's like, yeah. I'm. I'm responsible yeah. for him. And she tells the story. And this is, I, I don't, I feel weird again. I don't I hate doing spoiler alerts, but I feel like potentially if you're watching, I would say, because it's kind of a good giveaway that we're about to. This isn't, as, this isn't as big of a deal as Better Watch Out because, like we said, Better Watch Out, that's the only reason really to watch it the one time. Yeah. But this, I, I'll rewatch this movie even though I know the spoiler. Right. But I appreciate but, so much this first yeah, time. Yeah. You did not. The way the movie had gone with all the other stories, like you didn't, I didn't even see, I did not see yeah. this coming at all. So you might just suggesting here at this point, if you haven't watched it, you might want to hold off on this part, finish watching it or watch this the segment because you'll appreciate it more, and we're gonna reveal it right now. Yeah. But so it cuts to Sam telling her story. She's at a house. She she's babysitting. Plays, she plays answer machine. It's like she's like, um, hey, you know we're. You know, the parents have left a message, you know, just make sure he goes in bed at this time, blah, Logan. blah, blah. I think it's the kid's yeah. name, Logan, yeah. So, and she's just walking around, cuts to a TV, and... Well, she's, she's, she's making dinner. Yeah. She does a little montage where she's making dinner oh, in this right baller before that, kitchen. We started up by watching a generic slasher movie, mm-hmm. where the babysitter, she hugs the kid, puts the kid to bed, and then, you know, and then, you know, the stalker's out. And then it cuts into the movie she's watching, that slasher movie, of a news report of, you know... Escape Metal Patient. Escape Metal Patient. But then, it's kind of crazy, as the story's going along, it's mirroring almost the slasher movie. Mm -hmm. So, you see her cooking, and then she goes outside to throw something away. She comes back inside, and there's a dude... In the kitchen. Yeah. He was sitting down. Remember, he's in the living room, bloody on one side. She walks to the kitchen to find a weapon, he shows up the kitchen. 
And this was awesome. They had one of those grinder meat grinders. Meat grinders. Yeah, oh yeah. He shows up and all of a sudden he he can barely talk. And you're like, oh my God, this is the escape, you know, mental, mental patient. patient. She's like, you know, trying to reason with them. She's like, let me help you out. Let me help you out. And then the phone rings. And that's when he looks over the phone. She looks at the phone. And before he can do anything else, she grabs his hand, throws in the meat grinder. And it's where this old style just starts, starts cranking, cranking it, it, dude. You know, and. Oh, that was so painful. I was, oh God. Oh. And here he is. And he's, you know, he finally gets his hand out and he just. Going after you know, yeah, they end up her. running up the stairs, and he's like, you know, pretty much trying to figure out where the child is, and yeah. you're like, and it says in this new segment that this mental patient killed eight kids. Yeah, yeah. So he goes into the room, kid's not there, Mm-mm. and then she's in the other room. He runs out. They tussle for a while. Tussle he again, be- yeah. he kind of beats the fuck out of he her. Beats man. the piss out of her. Gets on top of her. Starts choking her out. And then she has she manages to gasp out like this isn't you you're not a killer yeah and he starts to break down and lets her go yeah and no here's <laughs> here's the twist oh uh, oh no hold on hold on because he breaks down and then she gets up she still defending herself in a way knocks him over the staircase because they're on the second floor mm-hmm. he falls down onto the fucking ground you're like okay he's dead of course it cuts back to the slasher movie. Oh, the killer's dead. Nope. The killer wakes up just as the guy that got tossed on the ground wakes, wakes up. up. So Sam... <laughs> she was already prepared. Knocked the TV right onto TV his head. TV second floor. All right, let's take all this out, TV. And goddamn, a fucking amazing shot. You get a shot of the TV impact on his face. Yeah. So you see through the TV it hitting and his face just becoming mush. Yeah, it was awesome. I, that was fucking... Was so good. So goddamn badass. So ass. good. Well, then you see the parents come home, roll up in there because they're worried. They heard about this mental patient escaped, and they find out, and they they go up to the body, mm-hmm. and they're just puzzled. Lift the TV off, then yeah, then you're like, well, that that's Sam. That's the babysitter. You're like, wait a minute, Sam was, oh, oh, she's gone now. Yeah, and they go to the <laughs> oven. To this, there was, now, I, I want to stress this. There was really, there was a happy, fun montage of her cooking dinner and you think the kid's in bed. Yeah. She's just there while the parents are out doing the date. I mean, she's making wine. She's cutting up onions, sauteing shit. She's having a blast. It's awesome. Like, if you are if you, if you had a house, you could like that she as was a babysitter. Sh- yeah, she was chopping she was going everything. going to town it was, with it. It was a Food Network well, episode for a second. that was their kid in the oven. Yep. That she was cooking yeah, for dinner. Yeah, because the mom goes into the kitchen, opens up the oven, and, and you get the viewpoint of inside the, the oven, oven to her, which again, is great because you can. Yeah, I don't want to see a burnt child. Yeah, you could <laughs> add that in there, but it's almost more effective. Yeah. like that. So yeah. And then there we flash back to the present day, and she wants to get a. Uh, I think the kid had like a uh, tooth. The tooth. That's yep, right. Yep. She she he has collected the souvenir. She didn't get a chance because the parents came home. So. And now, you know, she told her story. Even though Clancy Brown, you know, is like, I'm not gonna, you know, it's safe with me. Stories because he, he's a story keeper and a storyteller. Yeah. No, no, no. She wants to stab him. And uh, <laughs> out comes uh, embalming fluid. Yep. And he starts laughing in the old Clancy Brown way. Which is awesome, it's by so the way. so fucking maniacal. He's like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> she runs away and tries to run out the door. And oh, oh now she can't leave. It's just a yeah, loop. She, yeah. It's and like he's just she walking goes, behind she goes her laughing. The door and it's back to the other door. Mm. And what's funny is, is that he's fucking with her, too. Because as she goes through 
the outside door, she goes into a hallway, and there's the outside door behind her. And yeah. it keeps being behind her. And he's like, yeah, you're fucked. You're not, she you runs, can't leave. She runs down to the library. or, I guess, or Yeah, the library. Yeah, his library. And he's over. Got her kind of, yeah, got her, got her cornered. And basically, it's like he starts slamming his cane, and these books fall out yeah, of the Yeah, that was shelf. awesome. And he's telling her, like, you know, well, if you just had left, you probably would have been fine. But the fact you tried to kill me. Yep. Because he, he was like, I was a wayward stranger one time, too. And he was basically, he got his punishment coming into this mortuary where the previous mortician was. He's stuck there yep, now. Yep, this is your job now, bitch, forever. And uh, by stabbing him, it released him. Yep. And someone else full of sin now takes the takes the cake. And, but the fun thing is that each one of the books that fell, a burnt body of a child. Yeah. Or there's a one baby. Yeah, there's, there's, one there's baby. like, it looks like a couple toddlers, five or six-year-old burnt the there's fuck one up. one baby And then a fucking baby. And you're like, God door. damn. This bit, I was like, God, so it wasn't about the teeth because that baby didn't have shit. And it was, like, <laughs> it was, uh, which I love because the rest of them are apart. biting them. Yeah, they're biting them and they're taking the, one of them takes the te- uh, one of the tooths and puts it in Back their in mouth. Back in to bite her. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. And uh, it basically tear her apart. Well, yeah. old Clancy pulls her together and sews her up and leaves her in the embalming room. And he's like, well, I can leave now. Well, he goes over, remember, to his office and there's one of those displays with a butterfly. Oh, that's right. And he takes the case off and he touches the butterfly and yeah. it comes back to life. Yeah. Which I don't... I don't know what that was yeah. about. But then he's like, all right, time to venture outside. And almost, and he fucking puts his top hat on. Goes out. And goes and out. He also he hasn't been in sunlight for God knows how many, I don't know how many years. And uh, apparently it makes him turn to dust. Yep. So... That sucks. His job's done. Sam wakes up looking like Frank and Hooker. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Short little scene of her freaking the fuck out. Next thing you see is her decked out as a younger version of Clancy Brown in a female form, where she's wearing more, tr- more you know, dark black mortuary clothes. Got the bun stuff. hair. Yeah, she's pale. She has, she has the hair of uh, of Dracula and Bram Stoker. Yes, that, that fucking kind of crazy ass yeah. buns. Yeah, and she's now she's all pale. And another there's a there was the help one sign was still up because it never got taken down. And so there's this uh, kid. Who, no, the kid was coming in to interview for a blog or something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was right. she wanted him, she was hoping he would stay for dinner. Yeah. And then it, that's it. Yep. So, all right. Uh, this movie. Fucking awesome. It was awesome. I love, I love a good anthology. Uh, and this covered all the bases for a solid anthology story for, series for me. Uh, all the stories were good for what they were. And they all went up in levels. Yeah. So, like, like the final story, the reason I was talking uh, about a short that this director created in 2015 was called The Babysitter Murders. Okay. They edited it down for the film. But, oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So, like, uh, what, all the information I could find out about it, The Babysitter Murders came, it was, if you go on IMDb, it says 2015. Mm-hmm. This movie came out 2019. So, um, it, so they kind of used the concept of that movie. It, it looks this. like they edited down what they shot in 2015. From what I could gather, right, or use or, the same, same, or just use the same premise. So kind of like what they did with uh, Terrifier, where yeah. you had him in All Hallows Eve, Art the Clown in mm-hmm. that segment, and they said, nah, they just it did was the just opposite. the reverse of what yeah, they I was going to say yeah, the yeah. opposite. Yeah. They had a whole feature on there. Yeah. Let's push this down, and put it in the anthology. But yeah, I was goddamn pleased as shit because again, I, you know, there's like been a couple. We obviously got treated to the Creep Show. Um, 
series, series yeah. coming on Shutter. You know, and uh, I've seen a couple other anthology ones like Southbound, things like that. So, but yeah, I mean, the, a good anthology good, is, is so much fun. And it, the nice thing with that is, is sometimes you might not have the time to just knock out the movie all the way. Anthologies are make it so easy because if you can time it out, you go, okay, well, I got to do something. So you just stop it on the one story, come back to it. It's what I had to do. Yeah. I, I didn't make it a one, one full. But that's movie. actually very accurate. You can just stop it after one of the segments yeah. and you're good. And I'm kind of sucked into the anthology stuff right now because uh, I got for Christmas, uh, goddamn, the entire series of Tales of the Crypt. So, yeah, I am really in anthology stuff right now. <laughs> so, it, it passed the chopping block. Unanimous decision. Great film. Check it out. Again, it's on Shutter. You won't be disappointed. It's no. shot well. The stories for what... Every story for what it is in the particular part of the movie is good. Uh, I mean, it, it's just fucking A+. Plus. So yeah, Hell yeah. Uh, can't recommend it enough. Now, as always, hit us up at com. All the podcasts on the network. We got something for everybody, different flavors. Hit us up at lowdownbrown.guy.gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you think about the film after you watch it. And uh, we, we love to hear the feedback, you know. Yeah. Some other anthology movies you want us to talk about, give us, you know, let us let us know. I mean, we've I think we've done, what, like one other one so far? But there's a couple on the list, so we... If you recommend those, we're going to get to them, but, you know, we we love anthologies, so. Yep. Uh, we already mentioned one, Body Bags. Uh, <laughs> and I brought another one, Southbound. Southbound, yeah. yeah. So, until we talk to you again, stay safe. Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. Hey guys, Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry.